Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Greg, how's it going? It's going well. How about yourself? Oh, it's going great. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, 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 so when we record this, you know, like we, we, we run these episodes, of course, a little bit later than when we record them. But uh, when we record this, we just had the time change. And I love this time change. So <laughs> I'm excited because I'm actually going to see like, you know, daylight for longer in the evening. So oh, I was going to say. I'm, I'm all chipper right now. Even I though it's, like you know, the there's a change longer. in the morning. Yeah. 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 I don't like losing the hour of sleep though. Mm-hmm. That's all it's rough. That's, yeah, that that's, it'll be a rough adjustment week, but uh, it's worth it for that extra, that extra time in the evening. Go. I don't know. Go play pickleball or something. Well, <laughs> you say time. that, right? We are going to be going and playing pickleball in a tournament of all things. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that hour loss of sleep is going to cost me on the court or not. But we'll it see. might. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll help. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. But uh, for anybody that wants to kind of hear what's happening on the pickleball side, go to Third Shot Podcast because we are going to be broadcasting live. Uh, from the tournament. So check it out. Yeah. So um, I guess this podcast is running the day that that is happening, right? Like, so. Yes. Okay. So maybe we'll have to put some links over to all the live stuff that we're doing. So we're both actually going to be together. We're never together, uh, but we're going to be together in the same room, or I guess in the same, I don't know, beautiful <laughs> Lake Las Vegas. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It'll be so cool. That, yeah. So that has been consuming a lot of my time is thinking about this tournament, getting my body ready, trying to mm-hmm. get some practice in. But, you know, it's been really a challenge with the weather and all. But the other thing that's been occupying my time is because it is spring and the school year is kind of coming to an end. Right. We're a couple months away from the school year ending. I got two daughters in college. One mm-hmm. of them is graduating law school. And mm. one of them is a junior undergraduate. Uh, both daughters are really seriously thinking about their careers right now. And they've been asking me a lot of questions and like how they should prepare. And um, for the younger daughter that's an undergraduate, she's talking to me about, you know, internships and what type of company she should intern with. And um, does it matter? Should she go to graduate school? My oldest daughter, who's you know, a couple months away from taking the bar exam is thinking about what type of law she should go into. She should do private. She go, you know, big law, a lot of questions right now. Mm-hmm. And it's so exciting because I get to kind of relive, you know, my early twenties through their eyes, but then, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in my fifties now. So I have a little more experience and a little more guidance, a little more knowledge to share. It's fun. I love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally exciting. Well, I didn't tell you, my daughter got her first job too. Like just, you know, like her first, you know, like a juice bar type of thing. And it's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I'm, I now I'm reliving my teens. So <laughs> we're both going back. To- <laughs> I did notice the acne. So yeah. uh, the acne is popping up a little bit. I, I just didn't, I don't know why, but now I get it. Now I understand. <laughs> well, you know, it happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> Well, I think, you know, in talking to my daughters, um, you know, I have a certain lens, right? Obviously, I'm a dad, I'm a businessman, entrepreneur and all this, but I am a guy. And Mm -hmm. I think there are probably some some topics that are very specific to women. And I wanted to give them some knowledge from that point of view as well. And luckily, 
we have somebody with us today that is going to help us with that. Yeah, Vicki Helm. Vicki, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for letting me on and having fun with you guys today. It's going to be a great conversation, and I can't wait to nerd out on the topic. I love that. <laughs> well, let's get. Well, actually, we should probably talk like right about like your book right away and 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 discuss that. So, tell us a little about your background and um, uh, what brought you here today for this topic. I what brought me here was um, <laughs> I'm not always going to say my scheduler, but instead, what I want to say is <laughs> what brought me here is that I want to be out front in as many ways as possible for women starting their careers or deciding what to do or you know what we're doing right now is redefining the role of women in business and we're just really typically redefining roles full stop so mm-hmm. uh, I got my start I had my first business at 10 years old which you know doesn't usually happen for everyone but um, I did I started my business at 10 and then I had another business at 15 then I had one at 18 then I had realized I went to college because I was in the generation where um, not all families had a woman who had graduated college. And so out of the seven kids that were in my family, I'm currently the only college graduate, but there was a little bit of pressure to go and get this corporate job and do the corporate thing for a while. And so I did it for five years and I was just miserable Mm. um, at that, just miserable. And back then, women didn't have the opportunities they have now. I mean, we're talking just 20 years ago and 20 years ago when you know, you were you were passed over just simply because you could become pregnant or because a man needed. There were all sorts of of stereotypes that are dissolving right now. And and that's really what I want to talk about when I talk about redefining women in business, is redefining the roles, redefining the promises of having a career, redefining how you approach building your career and what to do in those spots where sometimes some of these old myths jump out and try to bite you in the butt as you're growing your career. And what a proud making thing that you have a daughter that's, you know, just a couple of months away from taking the bar, which, you know, wow, that, that's a, that's a great thing. And now, and now what? Right. Right. That, that, Mm -hmm. that's what she's coming to me with is now what now she does have, um, a contract with a company that she interned with previously that is going to carry her from the time that she takes the bar until she gets the results. They already contracted her out. So she's got that taken care of. But after that, it's game on, right? It's like, where am I going to go from there? Yeah. And that's what she's coming to me with. And, and we're having those conversations right now. What advice would you give somebody in that yeah. situation? You know, Greg, whether you're a man or a woman, if you're just out of college, the thing that is going to be the thing that's going to be the determining factor is that the experience required isn't necessarily job or career experience, but you just need to be out in the workforce so that you get and understand the game and how to play it. 
Um, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It's that kind of, you know, sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug mentality, <laughs> but you want to be able to see the, what I would call the consciousness of the workforce at that time. The other thing is it's a great place to find mentors, both male and female mentors. And a mentor isn't somebody that you have to really get a contract with. You're my mentor. It's somebody that you observe that you can gather their skill sets for free by watching them do their task or watching them, you know, at their best and then saying, oh, that's a great idea or that's a great system or that's a, and you take all those leadership traits on. And to me, it's like whether you're hustling and grinding at sales or you're out there and you're in a law practice delivering and you're, you know, not a senior partner yet, there's this learning curve that can be somewhere between two and five years of that career. And I think everybody needs that. And um, that to me is the first step in gathering experiences making connections and networking with people you want to go. It's laying the foundation that's going to carry you for several careers or several opportunities is what I like to say. I love the whole, uh, you know, mentorship thing. Like I, I, I find myself, you know, um, I don't know how many decades I'm into my career, but I still find myself utilizing the first person that, that became a mentor yeah. back in, you know, <laughs> um, so, uh, well, some Samantha Spivak, I don't know if I've ever said her name on the show, but <laughs> she, she like was just amazing. Like she helped me through so much stuff early on and sort of, you know, like you were saying, you know, the game, the, the, the game that you win and lose. And she taught me so much about that of like, yeah. you know, um, how, how really it's not about keeping scores. Stuff just changes all the time. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I remember her saying that it's like, it's, it's a game, but you're not keeping score. Like it's, it's always changing and it's always, you know, you can win any, at any moment and lose at any moment. So. You know, yeah. And there's, there's it's, it's such crazy. a, there's such an array of talent out there right now. And my mentors, I call them advisors. Now I just have uh, still now, 18 companies later, and I have a list of advisors that I follow, that I read, that I I do, because it's always shifting. The, the, the consciousness of business is always shifting. So what I mean by that is just, you know, five years ago, everybody worked at the office, and now that remote working is uh, in the consciousness of the workspace so much that I don't think we'll ever go ba go back to everybody has to be at the place they work at. There's going to be a lot of remote employees everywhere. And so with that, you have to learn and see and watch the future and where it's going so you can unpack your best opportunities. And opportunities aren't something now that's sought by, well, I have a degree and I have an education and now all these opportunities unfold in front of me. You have to be present in the moment really mindful of the day and opportunities show up moment to moment to moment to moment. And it's how you engage with them that is redefining what your career is going to be in the future. There's not like some steadfast path. We have robotics and AI that are really coming on on the work scene. So that means some of the things that you might've thought were opportunities are going to just evaporate into thin air. And some opportunities that aren't even here yet on the planet as a career could open up for you that are so satisfying and so fulfilling 
that you don't want to do anything else and they're just not here yet. And so that paying attention, that's what having your career does it. And if you get stuck in an industry, and so what I mean by that is I do retail and that's all I do, or I do law and that's all I do is law. That's an industry. Once you get stuck in the industry, you may lose your peripheral vision of opportunities. And that's what you do not want to lose is those peripheral opportunities because Mm -hmm. AI is going to change the practice of law and even title. It's doing it now. I mean, it's shrinking. It's just like surgeons or being at the hospital. Robotics is taking over these jobs that you're, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. And if you're like, I'm only surgery and and you put those blinders on, your peripheral opportunities will evaporate in front of you and you'll start getting caught or feel stuck or not know what to do. And there has to be that flexibility and openness for you to achieve the, the opportunities that are out there right now. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's funny how many times it's changed over like my career. Um, when I'm thinking about like my life cycle, about how much stuff has changed from like early on to now. I don't know. There's been like three or four waves of, of big change. Uh, let's get into that. Talk about that a little bit. And we'll right back. More DIY for business. Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for business. It's Russ and Greg with you. If you haven't done the whole, you know, rate the podcast thing, you're missing out. All the cool people are doing it. So, um, well, we should we could actually uh, change that. All the cool people are giving us five. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Get the in the cool five star club. Five that's, stars. that's what There's we should call it. The so five cool star people, club. Yeah. You know, they go less. <laughs> we got to market this thing, man. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is we've actually said that a bunch. The whole five star thing. I don't think we've received a re- review under five stars. Now, is that because the show is good or is that because we're telling people to do it? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know either, but uh, I don't. Yeah. I hope you just didn't jinx us. I know, right? Oh, man. <laughs> we'll get our first four star after this. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Vicky, you were talking about, you know, like the change of like the rise of like, you know, all these AIs, the chat GPT and all these things that are coming along to just take over and 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 make big change. Um you know, the first big revel. So I mentioned my career, like the, the, the first big thing for me was I was working in radio and they deregulated radio. So there was a big, huge change there of like, Oh shoot. Okay. Well now instead of one, you know, one owner for 20 stations or whatever it was, 12 stations, I think it was, uh, now we've got, you know, iHeartRadio and clear channel, like, you know, like that taking over 1200 radio stations. So, it completely changed. There was a week and a th- uh, <laughs> where I got my name, you know, my name was always the same on the paycheck, but the the owner, the people paying me was different. And that was one week to the next week. It was different. The next week, it was six weeks of just different names coming on my, so you know, bought and sold and all this craziness. So I went through that. And then of course, you know, the whole just dot-com revolution, uh, you know, going through, like, I started an entertainment company. Um, I was running that. And then, you know, 9-11 happened and all of a sudden, like, nobody's going to do events. So, you know, that went away for, you know, a while. So I shifted, you know, from corporate events to, 
um, to like weddings. And I did that for a while. It's like, there's been so many things where I've had to just be agile and make a big, huge change and shift to either economic conditions or, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, let's go ahead and throw in the pandemic in there. Um, like all the different changes and this, you know, agility that you have to have, um, it's, it's not easy to adapt to these situations and it's not easy to figure out the next path. Is there any like challenges specific to, to like women that are different with this versus, versus men? Cause I need to prep my daughter as does Greg. He needs to prep his daughters as far as what to expect when they're out there and, and notes on how to be super agile in business. This is such an important question you asked. I mean, it is so important because even right now, um, we're uh, we're looking at workers and businesses that have underemployment, and they want to have more workers, more workers. And so, one of the perks they're offering, one of the biggest perks in corporate world right now that's being offered, is childcare at work, so that the mom is closer to you know. Uh, their children. And one of the interesting things that I just read that was, is from Shark Tank's, you know, Mr. Wonderful. And he was talking about um, his top 10 companies and that they're all run by women and they're all run by women CEOs. And part of that attraction of having women is that the perspective is switching. So we're looking at this big perspective switching that's happening in the world. And for me, there are two things that have to happen. Women economically need to come up and rise up to the same pay as men. And women need to rise up into the roles that have been dominated by males. And inside that, what we have is instead of having a role differentiator, we suddenly have a partnership, a partnership in perspective that allows a form of creativity that isn't readily available right now to be here. And so companies and careers are looking for the kind of talent where what do I need to provide these women in order to get them to step into leadership roles? Now, I want to be really clear here. I am not one of those women who think women have been knocked out of leadership positions. I understand that. But I also understand that there are a boatload of women out there who will not take leadership positions because they have the leadership position in their home. And they think that is the leadership position and I'm the secondary income supplier. That's the number one thing that is changing as husband and wives start seeing careers as a partnership and the picking up and caretaking of kids and the raising of them to be something that they do together. The clear change is dads are sick and tired of being the workhorse that goes out and does this work and work and work. And I miss the ball game and I miss the play and I miss the thing, but my family has everything they need. And they take pride in that, having everything they need, but they're missing out on all the reward they should be getting. And so what's happening is 
the partnership in corporations between husband and wife are going to start evening out a little bit. There's going to be more child care offered as a perk in these businesses. Women are going to stop seeing their careers as a secondary income and are going to start seeing it as a primary income. So they have two primary incomes, not a primary income earner and a secondary income earner. It's going to be that there is going to be more focus on the family, so to speak, where they can have uh, after school things happen at their job and then go home. Now, for those couples who are entrepreneurial and they are working together and they own a business together, whether it's an online business or a coffee shop together, whatever else, one of the things that is going to be taken into consideration is all roles, all roles that are home roles are going to probably be outsourced. Most of them are going to be like, hello, fresh is where your meals are coming from. And here is, you know, the landscaper who takes care of all the yard work. And then the housekeeper comes in and does this. And uh, I want to say something that I, I just heard the other day from uh, Grant Cardone's wife, Elena Cardone, who I absolutely really admire her role is not secondary. It's definitely primary in the relationship, but it's behind the scenes. And she said something that struck me about couples that are working together because these power couples that are owning their business together, that's going to be part of the future. Women pick your mates really smart. Get somebody who wants to play the game (laughs) with you, not you play the game for them. Just be really smart about that. And so what happens is she said, you know, I give a hundred percent of myself to this relationship and this company. And then Grant gives a hundred percent to this relationship and company. And that's not a 50-50 proposition. When two people give 100%, it's 200%. It's 100% from me and 100% from them. And that's how we win. And I was like, yes, you want a partner that is going to be 100%, 100%. 50-50 is out right now because there's too much transformation. That is such good advice. (laughs) Being being a father of two daughters, I Mm -hmm. love what you just said. I didn't mean to interrupt. Did did you have something else that you wanted to? No, I want to hear what you have to say, actually. Yeah. Well, you know, we've, they're at the age where, you know, they have boyfriends that, you know, they've been dating for a while, all of this. And, um, you know, choosing your mate. That's what, you know, made my ears perk up. And you're saying, choose your mate wisely because, you know, they need to really buy into the vision of the mm-hmm. future of the family, right? Whether it's 100%, 100%. And I just wonder that on paper is perfect. Mm-hmm. But when emotions get involved, right, that's where it gets really sticky and tricky because you go, oh, but, you know, he does this really well but maybe i don't know i'm just i'm just this is not my daughter's now but you know out there some guys are not as motivated or you know they don't want to do right now yeah so what do you what do you do like if you're talking about picking your mate and trying to think about the future where do you factor in kind of the emotion side of it versus the you know, the business, you know, the, how do we raise our family like a business? How do we run a business together? How do you weigh all that? 
Thank you for that. That's such an important question. Uh, I, I can speak from my own experience. I will tell you this, nothing will ruin your wealth. Nothing will ruin your wealth more than a divorce will. A divorce, when there's a divorce, it, it, it kicks your butt and it kicks your butt in every area, health, wealth, and, and relationships. You lose all the friends, you lose all the connections, you, so much money drains and there's a point where you have to rebuild. So if you can choose your relationship well, really choose it well, the first thing that is going to be the, the biggest, most evident part of, are you going to win or not in that future? And that is the design of it. So for example, in my relationship, it is really important that there is willingness, willingness, full stop, not I'm willing to just willingness, willingness to see somebody else's perspective, willingness to pivot when you need to, willingness to grow up and change when you need to grow up and change, willingness to see past the mask of somebody up front when you're dating and they look hot and you're like, <laughs> he's so handsome or she's so hot and you're so into the Eros part of it. But later, if you can, you know, look at, does this person want to listen to me or am I trying to force this person to listen to me? If you have to force them, even in the first, second, third year, then it's going to be less, less available as the relationship goes on. If somebody's willing, willing to talk to you, there's pretty much the ability to use his genius and your genius to solve problems together. If you get to the point where it's only his genius that applies, you are not in a healthy relationship. And eventually, because you're already a go-getter as a woman, you're going to become unhappy, resentful, and bitter over a period of time because you're not being listened to or not being heard. So the first thing is your communication skills. The second thing you want to look at is how do you two spend money? How do you do you two save up money? How do you think about money? Do you have a lot of poverty mentality? Do you have a lot of materialism mentality? Do you have a lot of spenders mentality or savers mentality? And how do you think about work and the beyond work life. How do you think about your work life? Are you a person who vacations a lot and you like to go on vacations? Um, or do you like to work a lot? Or are you just like, we're just skating by, we're going to do the minimum because I want to go out and bike ride and blah, 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 blah. Because that's going to tell you the type of business that you both can thrive in. If you don't have that in place, if you're just like, Hey, let's start this. They say it makes money. Let's make some money. You could be miserable and it'll usually fail. But if you get something that you say, well, I'd rather be a digital nomad and this is what I would like to do as a digital nomad. And you both know that up front, then your survival rate just goes up. And right now we have so many things that even 20 years ago, a new marriage has to help its best strengths, to help its best strengths. So in other words, uh, Russ was talking earlier that he was a DJ, right? I mean, he where he was a 
disc jockey and the professional radio stations. He was there when the industry just condensed and condensed. Collapsed. And condensed. <laughs> right. Okay, I was trying to be polite. But, you know, he saw that happening. So he saw that he had to make a pivot in the career. And who would have guessed podcasting was going to be such a big hit right. where all these people. Now you build your own show. Well, now as a married couple, you can imagine starting out, building your dream life, understanding willingness and valuing. This is women everywhere. I'm just listening to I just this one thing. They have to value you. Value you. Not just that you're hot or sexy or smart, but value your opinion value what you value and value the gem about you that you are, the things that you provide other than the ability to be a mom, the things that they value about you. If you find somebody stuck in the old paradigm, you'll end up in a divorce. If you work with somebody to build this new paradigm, relationship, career, life, family, building a life you love together, you'll succeed. And every woman has to know it's not about roles anymore. It's about partnership. It's not, I'm the wife, I do this. I'm the man, I do this. It's partnership. And you design your life together and then build it out together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, uh, when I was, when I was the, the, the wedding DJ years of like, you know, just like, <laughs> uh, I, you know, my company, you know, we did hundreds of weddings each year cause I had you know, multiple setups, multiple people going out and, um, uh, the advice that I would always give uh, when people would say, well, what do we, what else do we need to think about? And I'm like, every day after this, this That's is right. just a day. Think about every day after this, because the wedding's going to come and go, but you guys are going to be together forever. And the way that you're going to be together forever is to think about it now and plan for it. So mm -hmm. there's, there's my wedding uh, DJ advice. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll be back with more DIY for business. Just a sec. Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. We're talking uh, with Vicki Helm about redefining women in business. And we've had such a great talk here. I mean, it's funny, like, I, I've, I know I've said this like over and over and over again, but it still surprises me how much just when you talk about your, your, your business life or your, your relationship with your business, uh, it's exactly like talking about your relationship with any other person, you know, or your spouse or whatever. It's like it's the same sort of feelings and things that you've got to think about and just the the planning that goes into it, the thought that goes into it. And um, you know, like you you said it earlier, you know, that there's there's nothing that could break you more than a, you know, a divorce. Well, also like, you know, shutting having to shut down your business, like that's like, you know, that's a big cost. So as much planning as you can do in advance and just figuring out all the financial issues, all of the, you know, the, it, even like when you talked about like, you know, like incompatibility with, you know, different things, uh, you know, different feelings and different, you know, ideas uh, within that. It's also like, are you compatible with the industry that you're getting into? Are you compatible? Like, is it going to be compatible with your lifestyle? There's so many things that you've got to think about when, when starting up a, a business 
it's just the same stuff that when starting up a marriage, it's fu- it's just funny to me. It's not a question. It's more of just a statement of how I always realize yeah. that in the show, like how much similar those things are or how similar those things are. Yeah, actually, I have a, a jump off. That is a question. When you're talking about compatibility, and in the case of my two daughters, they're not thinking about going into business for themselves. They want to go work for a company. And I'm wondering how much do you consider leadership within that organization that they want thought leaders coming from women? Because there are some you know, businesses that I know that still try to suppress that. And, you know, they don't want, they want their leadership coming from men. And like, I don't know, how do you identify that when you're in the interviewing process or you're doing the research of which companies you want to go work for, but how do you figure that out? And like, how much should that weigh into your decision, especially in your first or second job coming out of college? Thank you. I mean, that depends on the goals of the woman that's there. So I'm super driven and I was very much about women in leadership. So I wanted to work for women leaders. I work for both men leaders and women leaders. And I think that what's happening right now is that the role models for women leaders is huge right now. It's huge. And the question is, what kind of woman leader do you want to be? So what I mean by that is if you take a look at Sarah Blakely, you know, she's one of those startup founders who bootstrapped everything and, you know, sold for a billion dollars and her husband and her worked together uh, at doing the Spanx business. And she has a family and she is absolutely, you know, uh, at the beginning of her career and built the company and had a family, et cetera. Then there's the woman who's the entrepreneur. So she's already had a career and she's in her forties and fifties going, you know, I want to start my own gig. And when I want to start my own gig, they've already been mentored by men and women, et cetera. But in that area, there's a lot of old school, um, mentoring that may not apply in this current world. So it depends on where they are at the beginning or the end of their career and where they want to step into. It also depends on whether they want to have a partnership in business with their husband, like Sarah Blakely does, or they want to have their own gig and she wants to run her own gig and he's, you know, retired or does whatever he does for a living. Uh, but there, that all depends on what your vision or what your view is. The way, what I think is critical about the future, what I think is very critical for CEOs and for anyone starting out right now, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or you're a career starting woman, what you want to build is a line of credibility that produces an audience that follows you. In other words, whether it's a network audience or an audience like you're building here, the audience that you surround yourself is going to either help you gather your career, sell your products, get your message out. And so we used to have conferences that were very industry specific. 
So what I mean is like, you know, the National Bar Association's yearly conference, and it's probably still around. But truthfully, there are other conferences like South by Southwest or uh, 10X, uh, Grant Cardone's growth conferences, where you meet a plethora of individuals that have minds that are built around building and creating the future. And all of these areas are where you can find opportunities to shift to if what you're doing is, you know, or you don't know what to do. But if what you're doing is like, oh, God, I hate what I'm doing. I really need something else to do. Um, You can automatically go there and find some ideas and make some connections. But the circle around you, the audience around you, the talent around you is an asset So for instance, if I say I have access to this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, if you have access to these peoples or companies or things, that is something on a resume that is going to bump you up into a position that is a little more fulfilling or a little more flexible and creative for you. Access isn't now just access because of degree. Access is because of influence and credibility and key connections, et cetera. So when I, when I work with a client, I'm saying, okay, I'll work with a client. You have no endorsements. Well, I can get you an endorsement on your book from John Asraf, Joe Vitale, or whatever else. As soon as I have that, I'm now the person that they're going to pick because they don't have this access is part of the thing that's being created in any business that you're doing, in anything you're doing. And you want to make sure that the access that you create on your profiles, wherever you are, LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever social media, Instagram, are those that are going to be beneficial to you long-term as a career builder, as a life builder, you know, and you want to nurture those relationships into friendships. It sounds crazy right now, but the biggest asset is access to groups of people. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, um, I feel like it's so much easier to expand those groups now, with, you know, like things like LinkedIn and uh, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Like when I'm, when I'm, you know, like right now I'm just, you know, trying to, you know, book people for podcasts, trying, trying to find interesting topics and all and going through LinkedIn and seeing like, oh, this is a second connection. You know, this is a third, you know, connection. And now I can just reach out to them. Oh, you know, we both know Greg, <laughs> you know, or we both know this person. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so cool to be able to do that. And then, you know, add, add on top of that, the, I, I the networking at some of these events. With that. I don't want to leave the way you just said. It's so important. I have a, a part of my business where I sell visibility. So mm. if you don't have enough visibility, I have the visibility and that's what I sell. And that's that's mm-hmm. the that's the beauty of having that. It's the creating right. the asset. If you're a new author, if you're a new speaker, if you're a new show, a new podcast, what do you want? You want visibility and yeah. access to audiences. That is literally a business in and of itself. It's actually what mm-hmm. you're creating right now. We're on your podcast, right? So we're talking to your audience. And you're providing me visibility to them. They're now listening and hearing me for the first time. Mm -hmm. They know I write books, blah, blah, blah. So that visibility 
That is a product. We often don't treat that as a product, but it's a product in every industry, in every career, Mm -hmm. any CEO, any C-suite person, any person who owns a business, visibility is the number one thing that they want because that is what spreads their brand. So um, the way I do it is literally I write books because that gives me visibility. I have a, a show and I'm on different shows because that gives me visibility. My email list, visibility. That's all I do is build and sell visibility. Mm-hmm. I own a couple of news stations and things like that so that I have global visibility and local visibility. Nice. So I have this as the whole thing. If you want to start building the strongest asset that is going to carry you, to me, grow a farm that has organic food and then grow your visibility, grow your network into such a place that you have to drop value to. It's not about like, hey, I'm Vicki and I know you and you know me. There has to be an exquisite amount of transparency and value in order to make these relationships assets. But right. your relationship assets and the visibility that you can provide is what people pay ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars for. Right, right, and 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 hustle in there. You know, like I've seen There's so many people hustle. That, yeah. that they don't have that, and and that that's where they you fall down. They they might have a nice network, but they don't do anything with it. That's <laughs> right. Like that's right. you know, be like be interactive with with folks. Um, Absolutely. Hey, so, uh, Vicky, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, you've got several books. We mentioned the the She Myth earlier, mm-hmm. uh, redefining women in business, but you've got several other books. Uh, you've got the podcast. Somebody yeah. wanted to reach out to the to you. Uh, how do they do so? Um, VickiHelm.com. It's spelled V-I-C-K-I-E Helm H-E-L-M.com. That's it. Perfect. And they can they can link up with you on all the socials as well. See, yeah, there you go. All and the socials. Expand thing. their network, expand your network. <laughs> yeah. And, and get some valuable guidance. I think, you know, Vicky is, is gonna steer you in the right direction. I think she's given us fantastic advice today. And I think when you meet with her one on one, you know, it's gonna be uh, something that is gonna be worth your time. So please reach out to Vicky. It's always funny on these podcasts. Sometimes you just see Greg and I, like we're just sitting back in our chairs and listening because we're taking it all in. And today was one of those days. So thank you, Vicky, for uh, for giving us some great advice. I mean, today I, was, I, was, I, was, but I was nodding yes. I mean, the whole yeah, way. Exactly. I, I, yeah, it was so aligned with what you were saying. And yeah. It was so valuable. I mean, I'm so. just taking it all in. I loved it. Yep. <laughs> thank you. All right. And thank you for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business. Oh yeah, and reviewing DIY for Business. You could do that on any of the apps that you're listening on right now. Uh, I love Podbean. I don't know, that's one of my one of my faves. If you're over on Podbean, you know, give us a little extra there because uh, that, that's a fun one for me. Hey, the subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow and all of the information provided is opinion-based and you might want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation. Greg and I want your company to succeed and we're happy to take your questions. Uh, we'd love to hear your suggestions on future episodes as well. If there's an area of your business where you want to get some specific advice or you're just unsure, whatever it is, reach out to us and we can build an entire show around it get your questions answered. You can reach out to us by sending us uh, some you know, messages on social like we were talking about there. Friend us on LinkedIn or head over to our website, DIYforbusinesspodcast.com. We thank you again for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business where you are not alone. 
Hey gang, I'm Nikki LaCroce, host of Who the Fuck, a show that explores the power of human connection and the profound resilience of the human spirit through compassionate conversations that help you better understand yourself so you can live with the sense of peace, purpose, and joy that you deserve. Each episode offers a safe space for guests to share intimate details of their personal journey and lessons learned along the way as we all seek to answer life's most important question. Who the fuck am I? Hi, I'm Gina Ann, your tour guide to Adventures to Wisdom podcast. What if you could get answers to your deepest question, reawaken your sense of purpose, and enhance your zest for connections and play? This is what we do on Adventures to Wisdom podcast with real people, and we're inviting you to come with us. We bring you unscripted, raw, inspirational stories, ideas, and intuitive insights. Electric acid. 